Hello, sir. My goodness. Good God, that took a while. Yeah, I uh, I was trying to log in because I got a new phone and I kept using the, the right password, but for whatever reason, because I started it through Facebook, it will not let me use the same login credentials. So I was doing a wild goose chase. Apologies. That's fine. We're here. Playoff pod. Playoff pod. Playoff fantasy football. I know this is what we play for every year. For some. For some. I think some are just here to have a good time. Yes, there are definitely uh, – there There was a couple seasons that uh, were not great for a few of the of the people in our league this year. Yeah, yeah. At it. it was, um, I will say, uh, for the most part, obviously I would like to think of myself as normally a playoff team, but there um, seems to be kind of what we've seen in years past. Kind yeah. Of that that – um, at Guns, Cox, um, Dylan-ish. Um, there's definitely, uh, I think, some, I mean, you know. Dylan, Dylan was just outside of the playoffs. He was. I just mean, you know, I think he's had a couple rough years here and there. I definitely think. And uh, I, I, it's just tough. That's, that's a really tough one. It's tough, though, because really like 10 to 11 teams were in it until two weeks in the season. You know what I mean? This was a very yeah. weird year. I don't know if necessarily saying uh, that, uh, you know, he was close to making the playoffs. Well, everyone was this year. So um, I think it's just not Dylan in particular though, but just overall, it's kind of a weird year. Well, I mean, he came down to the last, like totally. literally the last game. Absolutely. So. No, it was crazy. I mean, it was very tough making the playoffs. I just say even some of the playoff teams this year, I think are coming in, you know, with a six and seven record. I don't know if that's happened very often in the league of dons. No, I don't think we've had as many, like we haven't had as top heavy of a year from a standing standpoint, like three team. I mean, um, we had three teams above nine wins. So that's, yeah. That's which is, gonna... I, I, yeah. Just look different. That's all I was kind of looking at it. I was earlier today. Yeah, just kind of thought it was. I I don't know if we've had like a even our four five six have ever had records like this. The four like a four seed with a seven and six might even be kind of weird. Yeah, usually I feel like it's like an eight wins and up um, type of thing. But either yeah. way, um, should we go through the standings? Do we need to go over last week's matchups? How do we want to break this down um, now that we're in the playoffs? Yeah, I think we could do a couple. I mean, we could look at what you were talking about um, last week and what the, what, what kind of shook out, at least let's note the notable games for playoff teams. Yeah. Kind of those, those, the moving and shaking, we can go through that and then work into playoffs. Playoffs. I don't think will take nearly as long unless well, we're going to go consolation. I mean, well, I mean, you listened to the Matt and Jay pod. I imagine. I did not. Not yet. I actually I've downloaded so on on here I have all the where are they nows I have a flight to Florida tomorrow, and so oh. I got five hours and I'm cranking out all of them and then imagine most of you league members who've done a where are they now you'll probably get a text or two, just of me saying how how good it was to hear about you I haven't uh, I haven't done very well this year listening but got them ready to go okay wow well there's a few that I think are direct callouts that we figured you wouldn't listen. So, yeah, I, yeah. I figure there will be some of that, some of like, you know, uh, some hate that uh, would come. I, I was expecting it, especially when everyone realized that I wasn't probably listening. 
yeah, it was a it was a recurring theme, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do want to talk about the matchups. I, I heard. Let's, the, by the way, I heard the Matt and Jay pod was funny, and I I have that as well. I have all of theirs it, on there too. It was a pretty good shtick. Like it took me even. I was kind of like doing other shit. And then was it a was it a was, fi- like, was it a fine wine? Was it an acquired taste? No, it's just like I kind of don't want to really bury the lead on it. So it was. Okay. Uh, but you get to a point and you're like, oh, okay, I understand what's happening. And, uh, okay. It's just, it was pretty funny that they kept it up as the way they did. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I I'll give them some props. Be good. I imagine it's going to be good shit. I, both those guys are pretty funny. So I think we should actually do just a standings review before we go into the matchups, Let's just because, I mean, we're not going to get another chance to really talk about the season as a whole. And there are some interesting things. If you just look at the standings page and like why things might've shook out the way they did. So I think Mm -hmm. we do a start from the bottom to the top, because if we do go into the matchups from last week and why things got into that, um, it'll be, it'll make sense. So starting from the bottom Cox um, finished the season in 12th. He threw up a four and nine record. He scored um, under 1100 points at 1090. Um, he had, it looks like pretty low points against too. Maybe. Yeah. He's in the lower, lower tier on that. Cause he was, he had 1269 points scored against him. Yeah. That looks like it's somewhere in the middle. So it's not like he was getting tough matchups ends on a L2 spent all of his waiver budget. And, <laughs> um, he had 13 moves, which is quite low. If you look at uh, that's that's tied for the second lowest. So, okay, there you go. If that that's uh, Cox's season. Can can I say with Matt one one interesting thing again? This f- flows in and out of League of Dawns, but I believe in fantasy baseball he was also one of the lower transaction, lower move guys. Um, are we sticking with our team maybe a little too much in fantasy overall? Well, I think the baseball one was more of an effort thing like i think he I, is I putting effort, some of that. i think he puts effort into lod but um i don't know he's just not a it just might not be his thing like at the end of the day <laughs> there's too much there's too much like there's too much tape put out there at this point are, are we cox. done chaining are we done chaining matt cox as a fantasy uh player probably fantasy until he starts player? like consuming different types of media like he has already admitted he doesn't like podcasts. I don't think he checks like the shows or like reads the articles that kind of give you at least some updates on where, yeah, you know, things are where I, guys you should I be would, thinking about picking up and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, he, when he comes to the draft with a, with a, one of the magazines um, as yeah. his kind of like sole way that he's doing things, I, it's like the person who, uh, who literally won't read the newspaper online. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't hate that person. It's actually, it's very classy to read the newspaper, I think, um, especially these days, but, uh, yeah, it's still just one of those, you know, let's get with the times. I think Cox might've been born 20 years too late, basically. Like he would have destroyed the eighties and nineties, early two thousands possibly, but eighties and nineties Cox adult if, cox in the 80s and 90s would the, those were his gener that was his those those were his decades yes absolutely if matt was born in that time matt 
like we weren't we wouldn't have been cool enough to hang out with Matt. Yeah. Absolutely he would have been agree. like what he would have been like what Alex Leonard thinks he is. You know what I mean? Like that level of of oh, whoa. Shout out uh listener Alex Leonard. He has downloaded before. So that's good. He better um, download. Yeah, well, let's move on because I don't want to spend too much time on these. But um, okay. Guns is it finished in eleventh? Liberty City Dolphins, four and nine record, same record as Cox in twelfth. Um, did score significantly amount uh, uh, more points. He scored twelve hundred and forty six points. Yeah. Um, had uh, a higher number of points scored against him. That looks like it's at least in the upper tier. He had over thirteen hundred yep. points scored against him. Finished on an L four. Um, had $20 left in his wage, waiver budget and um, only made 13 moves. Another low move person. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. Holy shit. Just looking at yours real quick, you looking know. at the moves. My God. Well, we can talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, um, I'm up next. Well, anything to say about guns? I mean, it was pretty classic that he it, did the Dolphins thing this year. He could never figure out it, how to f- was, find one pull, other guy. <laughs> I'm pulling him up right now. So, it, you know, it's it's not great, but it, for for me to say, I mean, it, it could have been worse. Uh, I know he got 11th, so it's like, well, it was pretty bad. Um, but even looking at it, like, he had Breeze and Brown. Like, he, you know, it's tough when you hit. Because those were, let's see, Breeze was later. But A.B. as a first pick is great. Um, a lot of points. Breeze has been really good this year. I, I just think, like, he got George Kittle a little late. Oh, God, that didn't mean to make that all kind of flow like that. Um, and then even guys like like Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore, it was the Tevin, Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman situation all over again. Yeah. Like, you just you just have – when you're in that – I was in it last year in League of Dawns with those two guys I mentioned, but it's the same thing that, like, you play both, you're an idiot, and if you play the wrong one, you're an idiot. And the odds of you doing one of those two things are way better than the odds of you picking right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I think we can move on from guns. Yep. Uh, 11th place. Uh, to, to 10th place, it's yourself. Uh, you, cha- you did a name change mid-season or Let's- end of season. Name change. That's the ultimate mark of, of just being off your fucking rocker in fantasy, I think, is changing your name. I think you changed year. your name in fantasy baseball while you were in first place, by the way, this year. Uh, I think <laughs> I did as well, and the same thing happened. Okay. I think it's just one of those with too many hits off a of J, and then you're like, oh, this is great. And it's, you know, probably part of the reason, so – yeah. So five but, and eight yeah, season. I want you. I want you to you to dissect this. I'm not saying anything about my team. Okay. Five and eight season. Um, second lowest points total at eleven hundred and seventy one. Uh, you did have over thirteen hundred points scored against you. Looks like probably right around the average number, maybe a little bit more, right? If I'm yeah. tallying it up. Yeah, um, so you had a hard L five to end the year. Oh yeah, that's rough. Because you were like, you banked. I mean, you gave away a couple of weeks because you were like, I need to win out these last three. And yeah. um, you two like, of the last three is yeah. what I really needed. Uh, but yes. And you, you just lost every one of them. You spent all your waiver budget, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like you went all in on that. Yeah. Um, but it was a huge mistake getting there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then you had 24 moves. So respectable number of, of uh, I mean, you were, you were playing the waiver wire at times. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, you went with 
a strategy this year and one that I've one that I've had to do in the past as well of not um, stacking studs stacking you're trying to get basically one B guys not you know you, you you're not uh-huh. trying to get twos you're trying to get one B's so by trading away clear like top ones and that's what happened to Saquon and Kelsey trade so the flip yeah, side I, the, yeah that's yeah I mean that's I mean if you look at your season that has to be it yeah yeah if I'm going to say one thing it's just with even with that trade we can talk about as much as we want the biggest mistake I made wasn't trading away Saquon it was not asking for Philip Lindsay and again Mark could say now I, I never would have done that but at the time he probably would have if I would have even just so if I would have gotten Deshaun who did help me this year and was my wide receiver one for a lot of it. Um, Deshaun, uh, Sony Michelle, who literally had 17 points or more in every game that he was like playing and healthy, which again, he got hurt. So yeah, doesn't help, but he was a great back when he was there. And then if I would have gotten Philip Lindsay instead of Royce, it just would have that, that is one where it would have helped me immediately. And instead of what I was dealing with, which was finding a Dalvin cook, and having to wait on a Dalvin Cook, and those just gave weeks away. Yep. And so, yeah, I think I mean, it's, it's a good. Tough. Yeah, I think it's a good breakdown. Um, I also, also, last thing, uh, Devontae Freeman. You can't miss one of your top three. You got to hit on your top three picks in fantasy football in a snake draft. Yeah. And and I I when you have one out, it just that's a lot of points you're expecting that is just not there. And I did not find a good replacement. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, ninth place it, at five and eight was Jay Rose mm-hmm. regulation balls. Jay yeah, we've talked ton, about. Yeah, Jay scored a ton of points. He beat me yeah. this week as we if we look at the week in review. He scored mm-hmm. thirteen hundred and sixty two points. That's the fourth most, I believe. In the yeah, league. respectable. And uh, had a lot of points scored against him too. Uh, looks like the second most in the league at thirteen forty seven. Or no, third most. 1347 and um, he ended on that final win. He had $6 left in his waiver that he can use mm-hmm. in the consolation. And he had 19 moves. So um, pretty average from the moves department, but we've talked, I mean, we've talked a lot about Jay's team. I think multiple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the bye week blues. Yeah. He uh, sacrificing weeks and I, you know, like we just talked about with me, I had a little bit of it. It was different how I did it, but, um, but similar in the sense of like, and I don't know if Jay was looking at that or if he was just saying, fuck it, I'm just going to keep taking L's as I build this team. But uh, in the end, it kind of bit him. I mean, if Jay gets one more win on the year, he's the fifth seed instead of the He's match. a fifth seed. He's a dangerous, a <laughs> yeah. dangerous fifth yeah. seed. So I'm very yeah. happy to not see him making the playoffs. So Well, and that's one, too, you know, in fantasy, you can go back and whatever week it was, do that Jay lost by a very small margin. Those just haunt they you. They kill you. Yep. They haunt you. Yep. Uh, Next up, kiss from a rose and Dylan Branch six and seven. This is our first six and seven team. Uh, he fell out of playoffs. He wasn't six. Another name change. Yeah, another one. Um, eighth place at twelve hundred and sixteen points. Had thirteen hundred and fifteen scored against him. So pretty average in both respects. Mm-hmm. Um, finished on an L one on that close game. Zero dollars in waiver. Twenty eight moves. Um, pretty good year for Dylan overall. I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, I think one of the things you want to bring up is just a lot, a lot of movement with his team. Yeah. Um, and this year it actually didn't bite him as much as it has in years past. But fuck, chill out. Um, Dylan loves he had a lot trades. Of studs. 
he, he loves trades. He had a, he had a lot in of every league. Though, like, oh yeah, I mean, but he said like Rivers, Devonte, uh, even you know Stephon Diggs has been off and on this year. But then getting Fournette back just too late. I mean, when is Dylan gonna? It's like when is Cox gonna stop drafting Aaron Rodgers, and when is Dylan gonna stop drafting Leonard Fournette? Because they just don't help you enough. Um, they don't do enough to make them worthy of where you're drafting them. Yeah, and I think the question is when is Dylan gonna? I mean, I love doing the trades with Dylan. Like it's fun. Like it's good to talk about and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's always good for Absolutely. content. But he, it would benefit him to have a more stable roster, probably. I think it he had would, a pretty good team and, <laughs> starting and, the year. I will say, I will say, Dylan is very fair about trades too. You can get deals done because he's willing to say, I might be sacrificing a little here, but I feel like what I'm gaining is is more valuable. And that is something that we struggle. Certain people in this league struggle to understand that concept and to be able to be okay and have the balls to pull the trigger on it. So good for Dylan on that. Good on him. And I want to yeah. make sure that's clear as well. It's clear, but I think sometimes, sometimes it bites he, him. I think it bites him more often than it has because he'll do it. And even if there's value, even if there's value from the deal on face value, it doesn't really reflect his team. Like he'll be like, "Oh, I got two wide receiver ones." Well, you also gave up like your best running back by a lot. Like you don't have anything else out running back or something. Well, and and it's banking on like anytime you're banking. I mean, and that's where you never feel confident with this team this year is because he just got to a point where he's banking on Leonard Fournette. And that yeah. is just, that's the worst position to be in. Um, let's go Hui Tran, uh, seventh place, six and mm-hmm. seven, uh, 1,237 points, 1,393 scored against. That is the most in the league. Wow. Wow. Did yeah. I know that. I know. And, and he went on a win too. He came from the depths and almost took this league back. He did, and you know what? I remember looking at this team, and when when we were talking about it, uh, and, and you know, I, I had heard text about Matt and Jay saying that they had talked about sleepers and things like that. Hui's team was one that I was like, man, because Christian McCaffrey, Galladay, and then Russ, the way he's playing right now, it, this team, those three guys were like full-on studs, and then everyone else pretty solid. Hopkins he still has. I mean, like, I know. who's an every-week guy? That's a team that and, – and the Amari Cooper, who's going crazy. I mean, he's playing – Galladay, Cooper, and Hopkins right now are three of the most consistent guys. Yeah. So, really fun team and a team that I, w- I remember being like, oh, fuck, Hui's team could make the playoffs and get going. Unfortunately, so, this is where Hui's season went down was having $80 left over in waiver budget. Um, yeah, You have to think that there's one or two guys that he could just blow all of that on that were – you know, the next guys up, basically the guys that, you know, Chad and Mark were targeting all year. They were doing a lot of those handcuffs, handcuff yep. pickups um, were like the number one, like the bona fide number one pickup on a, on a week. Um, yeah. We could have benefited from doing that. So. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Cool. I wonder if, should we go all the way through the final six before doing the, yeah, let's, let's just do it quickly. Um, yep. Calvin, the great, Freezing six mm-hmm. and seven. First, first uh, playoff team we're going to talk about. Uh, 1,296 points. Um, that is right there at that number six marks. Uh, six most in the league. Or no, seventh because mm-hmm. uh, of Jay. Jay was ahead of him. Um, yes. I think the least points scored against, if I'm just taking a quick peek, at 1,185. Yeah, I would say it's something like that. Yeah, um, it looks like it's – yeah, so – potentially fraudulent team 
first fraudulent team we're looking at. Um, six and seven record and had the least points it could scored against. It's kind of an interesting stat. Yeah, and even points for, you know, uh, probably about middle of the pack, I would say. Yeah. Maybe a little below middle of the pack, maybe seventh or so in points. Um, just makes it definitely interesting to see. That's, again, we bring back the idea that the league this year is just weird. Yeah. It's, 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 just, it's been a very odd year in terms of the way that standings played out. This is not normally a playoff team in the League of Dons. With those numbers, this is, not, this is a ninth place team. Um, so it's interesting to see yeah. for sure. Um, freezing still has $50 in his waiver budget. That could be really dangerous for the last couple of weeks. You never know. Like he could get that. Like yeah. somebody huge goes down. He'll be able to, um, outbid anyone if we is not playing for that $50 consolation prize. Um, yeah. um the other one kind of crazy too, is, uh, this really again shows Dylan or I'm uh, sorry, Jay and how fucking close he was. Cause if he had one more win, I mean, he's blowing freezing out of the water. In oh, points. yeah. And so it's crazy, though, too. I mean, and I have to give the Jordan – you have to give it to Jordan as well that his points for um, are still higher than, than Huey's and uh, Dylan's. So Yeah, that's how he got in. By a pretty solid margin. So um, We can go up to – and he had 18 moves, so very average mm-hmm. number. Um, yep. Matty Long, Adam Booming Thielen. Uh, six and seven, and Long spent quite a bit of time below the playoff mark this year. So this was a big move for him. Too. He's a lurker. Yeah. He's a lurker. Well, he was one of those guys scoring a lot of points, ended up scoring uh, 1,315 points. Mm-hmm. Respectable. Um, he had 1,232 scored against, which is also a, a relative uh, – it's, it's actually a little low. But, um, you know, ended on a win, too. Uh, $0 in the waiver budget and uh, made 28 moves. So one of the higher move numbers we've seen so far. Yeah. And has kind of a fun little Jalen Samuels playing tight end. Yeah. Um, That's hilarious. Not only that, but then Adam Thielen, Roethlisberger, Aaron Jones, and Joe Mixon going into the playoffs. That's pretty damn good. It's a lot better Um, than it looked a few weeks back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that Jalen Samuels one is huge. Yeah. so, Maddie, ready to kind of make some things happen. I really like him in the playoffs this year. Yep. If we look at our fourth place team, it's our first team we're going to talk about that's above 500 on the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is Chad, Dalvin and the Chipmunks, 7-6 and six record, mm-hmm. 13.06 for points, um, not for, for being over, that, over the 500 mark, not a ton on the point scale. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, finished in a deficit for points on the season. 13-10 against. Ended on a win-one. Um, I've talked a little bit about Chad's team a few times in the chat. I think a few times on the pod. He's uh, He had on that run where he was winning all those games, he was winning all those games scoring under 100 points. So it's something to keep. Something, to keep Something an eye we've on. talked about on the on yeah. the pod before that the under 100 mark usually sometimes if you're getting a win that's it might be a fraudulent endeavor. Yes. So something to keep in mind. That's kind of why we use that mark if you're not uh, remembering. Mm-hmm. And then we're um, up to my team in third place. I fell out of second, which I was sitting in for quite a while. Mark's team ended up passing me. We'll get to his uh, mm-hmm. nine and four record, fourteen hundred points. So we're seeing a pretty significant jump now that we're up to the third and more. And you can, I mean, you can kind of tell because of the win totals too. Um, mm-hmm. While there, a lot of people were on that sub 500 mark 
uh, the top three are, are well above it. Um, 1,361 points scored against. Um, that's pretty high. It looks like maybe the second or third most on the season. Um, finished on that L1. Gave, uh, spent all my waiver budget. Um, I made 50 moves on the season. And moves being just pickups. I don't think the moves counts trades. I yeah, believe. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure. I will say when it comes to talking about your moves, yeah, it's crazy because you must have just had a laser focus on the news cycle because you got a lot of guys, I think, really quickly. I remember seeing that a lot this year that you already had a guy. Um, and maybe that was either you being really quick on it or me being behind. But I guess my next thing I wonder is if you worked this year um, or was this just one of those you just let fantasy take over? No, I'll tell you what I did. And this is, you know, we'll, we'll just throw this out there as a tip for anybody. I set alerts this year for Shefty and um, Ian Rappaport. Yeah. So, and the, um, the actual text alerts. So I get a fucking yes. boatload of alerts. But it's exactly what helped me get Nick Chubb. And yeah. once that once a couple of those happened, I was like, this is valuable enough because <laughs> like getting Chubb has completely changed my season. I really after yeah. losing a couple guys, I did. Well, Josh I, Adams, you have you have another. I mean, Josh Adams is a starter right now. Yep. And you have him uh, on your bench. So you have him and Lamar. You're kind of playing back and forth. Who's Lamar? Who's been better, too? Yeah. This is a very dangerous team coming into the playoffs. Um like we've talked about before, Deshaun is, I mean, Deshaun like is like your fourth, fifth best player right now. So um, that's pretty crazy when you have a quarterback who scores almost 20 every week and he's one of your lower end fantasy players. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was a good year. I only had a, a very deep team of um, scoring under 100, which is kind of the mark that, you know, we're all going for on a year, on yep. a weekly basis. Um, unfortunately, it was last week when if I could just beat Jay. I would have locked two and not had to play this week, but um, did not have a great game from that. I mean, I have two teams that need to play well, or it's not going to be a good week for me. It's the Texans and the saints and the saints had their worst game of the season. (laughs) So that's going to, I mean, I I got killed because of that. So that's, that's my Achilles heel is um, those teams. If it's, if it's bad. So luckily yeah. they're both good teams. You know, they win a lot of ga- they win more games yep. than they lose, but um, yeah, just something you've got to keep an eye on. Yep. Um, next up, Saquon and Pat Johnson, Mark nine and four record. Same as you had about 30 more points scored. So yep. uh, 1430 and then about 1200 points against um, on what looks like the lower side of things. So Mark scored a lot this year. Um, also did not have many people putting up big games against him. Looks like second, uh, second lowest Yeah, in the league. Um, so. Something to keep in mind, but with how much he's scoring, um, which is quite a bit, um, this is, I mean, he's still the second highest scoring in the league. Yep. Um, almost first by very close margin. So um, $17 left in his waiver budget it's on a W3 right now. Um, had 11 waivers uh, or what was that? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. He's 11th away. My bad. Yeah. And uh, about 30 moves. So second most moves mm-hmm. from Shelter this year. Um, pretty uh, pretty solid for him, though, overall. I mean, I think he's only lost one game since that Saquon trade, right? I think he was on a big I, win. I think, 
Yeah, yeah, he was, and then he lost one, I think, and then went on W3. So, yeah, um, really impressive. Definitely having a guy like Saquon and then also a guy like Philip Lindsay all year has been very solid, looking better and better as the weeks are going on, too, during his three-game win streak. I think Lindsay's been very good. Um, He's got a really scary team. He does. Uh, really fun team going into the uh, the playoffs. So it'll be very interesting after this week um, to see how things uh, settle out and how things shake out. Um, first place team uh, that was in first for literally the entire year. Uh, yeah. We have a uh, voodoo mama. What do, they, <laughs> what do they call that in golf? When you're in first the, uh, the entire wire year. To wire, wire to wire uh, leader. I think yeah. that's what they call it in golf when they lead from the first round all the way through and they're in first. Yeah. I think that's a horse racing term, isn't it? I don't Initially. know. It's something in golf. They call it something where like a, if a golfer is in first, the entire, I think it's wire to wire winner. Okay. Yeah. Um, Look it up kids. 11 and two us. record 14, 42 points for 12, 45 points against. Um, mm-hmm. Also low on the points scale against, um, surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, uh, surprisingly, but also you're talking about a first and a second place team. That's going to yeah. happen. Like that's that's also a very big part of no one is in first place and has really high points scored against them. It just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Um, no matter how many points are scored. Zero dollars in waiver budget, uh, 29 moves. He, um, I mean, even, even though I think I have a pretty good team, Mark and um, – Layer bomber, clearly the teams to beat right now. I think um, it's hard to see them not being against, playing against each other in the championship. It is. Um, I need you to stop trying to jinx um, yourself into a title game. So, number one, stop doing that. Uh, but number two, it does. It, it, it looks like it's between you three. It honestly does. If I had to actually pick, I'd say you three are um, – but again, the NFL gets crazy, especially this time of year. So uh, we'll really see coming down to it. Nothing is is a guarantee. Nothing's guarantee. I agree. Um, so we have Layerbaum and Mark with their first round buys. So mm-hmm. we're really only previewing. We're not doing any consolation. We're really only going to preview um, because well, because there has been a pod about consolation. Um, we're really going to only preview uh, these two quarterfinal matchups now and that'll be the end of the pod so great um, all right you want to get it up and ready yeah we can start with mine it's the three verse six that is myself brogan snack packs versus calvin the great grand name um jay freeze currently projections 113.12 points for myself 102.84 for jay freezing um, that's a 60 point, 60% favorite versus a 40% underdog. Um, looking at the matchups you have it in front of you as well. I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, um, just off the top of your head, anything jumping out? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see projections feel like they feel like they're pretty solid. I mean, Zeke has a big projection. It's not, you always got to look for those. If it's like, Oh, Zeke's only exp- projected for 11 points that's not probably the way but even like you know chris Carr. i mean he's got some tough matchups he's also got um you know the colts coming off a bad week you hope that they can uh that if ty hilton plays for him there's some stuff like that but overall i mean your team nick chubb's playing struggling carolina you got odell against washington should be a fun one that's always very highly publicized so 
Um, it'll be interesting. I think I would expect you to pull this one out. Uh, your projections are higher. I think that 60 40 is probably about what it is and uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, we have a huge game, um, that Houston versus Indy game. Both our quarterbacks are going, Deshaun Watson and Andrew Luck. He has T.Y. going, and I have Lamar Miller going yeah. as well. So that would yeah. be kind of cool. The other one that could really help Freezing's projections is Mike Evans against New Orleans. I think 11 points as his projection is low. I think he's getting into the 20s yeah. uh, against New Orleans. Yeah, that's... Divisional, ma- divisional matchup, too. Like that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a big one. Yeah. It's um, I think it'll be a fun. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's see. Do we have any Monday night games going on? Looks like I'm all Sunday on my end. Yeah, and it all looks Sunday. Like you, you're you're done at one o'clock. I have one. one I have one o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're down after. You're done after the Dallas Philly game. Yep. And it looks like he's going to have Chris Weasel's. Carson on Monday. Chris Carson Monday night is his final. And then he's even got the Rams are late against Chicago. Yeah. That's a tough one too for Robert Woods. I could see him going under with that cold Chicago weather. I just don't, it could be interesting either way. I don't think he's catching a lot of like deep passes um, against that defense too. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Cool. cool. Um, the other matchup is oh, really a tasty Free- one. Freezing, freezing, what? take T Y Hilton out. Put Austin Eckler in to your flex right now. I want you to beat Colin. What do I you actually doing? don't know if that's – I mean, if you look at Eckler, uh, Jackson got more touches last week. I still think he's a guy who's – I mean, like, on against the Cardinals, he had 16 points. Last week against Pitt, it wasn't as good. But I also watched that game. Pittsburgh kind of outplayed them overall. I don't think that's going to happen for them against Cincy, who's the worst defense in the league right now. What are you doing? Put him in. All right. I, I, I would right. be fine with that. So I, go ahead. Let's go for it. Um, don't let him fool you, Freeze. Here right, we have – we have Adam Booming Thielen, Matt Long versus Chad, Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Um, and, the cha- and the Chad Monks. 106.96 points for Matt Long versus 99.14 classic Chad coming in with an under 100 projection. In the playoffs. This yeah, is- we, we've we talked about – I think I was very upfront. I, I really like uh, Matt's team, and especially this week against Chad's team, who I don't like nearly as much. Um, Chad's having to throw no James Conner, uh, possibly no on Johnson. You know, he's got uh, Andrews at tight end. I mean, this is not a team that's going to – Well, and, and it, should it truly is beautiful that it's happening against Matt Long, who had Le'Veon Bell all year. Yes, and, it's good to see what Chad's team looks like without a guy that he picked up because Le'Veon Bell didn't play. Well, and – And was, benefited off of all year. Look, getting the Spencer Ware thing – Getting, I mean, how many more RB1s is he getting the benefit of them – ending their season so i mean good yes. good for him for doing it yeah the, uh... handcuff, the handcuff hero they call him mm-hmm. so um so it'll be, to look it'll be out for yeah let's check out matchups uh Thielen, he's got monday night at seattle um yeah, which should be a really be fun a game one. um that's a big game for both teams but um the vikings really do need a win in that game so they'll be going all out yeah um 
We got any Sunday night action? Anything else? Um, Sunday well, night Rams D. Rams D. Yeah. And and Cooks for Chad. So Sunday night yeah. will be Sunday night, Monday night will be very interesting for this matchup. Jesus, Maddie Kid has two tight ends on his bench as well as the running back tight end. He's loading up. I like it. I mean, it's Kyle just, Rudolph. It's beautiful. I, Kyle I, Rudolph, take a seat. This is just sometimes things work out in the universe. Sometimes and and this is it right you now. You love this, don't you? You love this. You I mean, Chad do you not love this? Do you not love this? I mean, it's it, not so it's much gr- that it's Chad. Like, it's the fact that it was – he literally – he had an entire season based off of James Conner. He had an entire season <laughs> like, sucking the soul out of Matt Long. Yeah. Because he took uh, what should have been a Le'Veon Bell, and he got Le'Veon Bell basically out of James Conner all year and really benefited from it. And now that he's gone down, even adding Spencer Ware – uh, it really hurts his team. Uh, it's it's poetic to say the least. But also, he's had to deal with the carry on Johnson injury, which kind of sucks. These these last few weeks have been kind of crucial. So um, it it would be nice to have him back. He might still get him back against Arizona, mind you. But uh, the Lions team's not playing for anything. So we'll but see. like, but I mean, just the way everything moved, the fact that now Matt Long is going to get to play the running back for the fucking Steelers and not even at a running back position. He gets to throw him in as as a tight end. (laughs) Like that's hilarious. I do wish he could figure something out on his flex. Cause uh, I think Oakland just signed another running back. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting for sure. CJ Anderson. Yeah. They signed CJ Anderson. I mean, Um, even looking Sterling Shepard's been just God, he's been de- yeah, I know. Oh, he did the Pettis pickup, though. Pettis has been kind of good recently. Pettis has. I – wow, two really big games. Big games. It looks like. Yeah. And that's with um, – what's his name playing quarterback, right? Not the shitty – not the rookie – or not the the – what's his name, Mullins. It's the it's Beathard again, right? Uh, when he scored the, that – when he – it was Mullins for a significant part of the game. For the Seahawks, for game. both of those, the Tampa and the Seahawks. I don't okay, know about then, the Tampa game, but Mullins was probably playing was. In the Seahawks game. So I think it was. So either way, that looks like it might be kind of the guy for them. Yeah, for him. So I don't know. That's cool. a a tough one. Denver's playing well, but they did just lose uh, Chris Harris. So their yeah. best defender no longer playing might be uh, a fun play. Interesting times. Well, cool. it should be a good uh, first round of the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I do recommend people listen to the Matt and Jay pod. It's pretty funny and covers a good portion of what we didn't talk about today. So let's do it. All I'm right. Excited for it. Have a great week. Yep. Hey, happy holidays, fellas. Bye. Bye.